get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Find them. You have to look away. I mean, even people who don't mind giving blood, do they actually look at their arm and watch it be punctured? And... Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not. Surprise face here, surprise face over the radio here. <laughs> Well, uh, they uh, they do have some experience with those elimination games. We remember a couple last year in, in the Dallas series, most notably a, a key game seven that they prevailed in with the Pat Maroon goal. So they do have some experience there. But uh, I think you got to be disappointed in what happened last night, obviously. But uh, to get more specific with last night's game is the Blues were the championship team. They're the ones who are supposed to be able to close teams out. They're the ones who are not supposed to be talking about taking their foot off the gas after the game when they're in a situation like they were last night with the opportunity to go up three games to two. So you give a lot of credit to Jacob Markstrom. He was great you know, when the Blues had a chance to go up 4-1, 5-1, uh, so on and so forth. But to me, I think the difference in the game was the Blues were surprised in the pushback from the Vancouver Canucks. They had outplayed them the past couple games. The Canucks had nothing 5-on-5, but here you had a situation where the Canucks just kept coming at them, and I think uh, the Blues were a little bit caught off guard. Yeah, I think so. I think because you just keep coming. You were obviously doing something right to create those opportunities. And, you know, while they weren't the best shots, uh, De La Rose didn't get much on it. And, and Markstrom comes across the crease with a sprawling save. Uh, Robert Thomas had a terrific opportunity. 
you were making those chances. So you just keep coming, even though the goaltender is playing well. Uh, but I think the difference was the Blues just got sloppy. I mean, you look at a couple of those goals, and you got to play on the wall, and Zach Sanford, Robert Thomas have, have a tough time playing the puck. And then Vince Dunn gets twisted up. And so, you know, these are players, Colton Preco had some hiccups last night. These are players who have done it on the big stage. And, and so uh, to get into that third period after that barrage of goals by Vancouver, I just felt like the Blues were the team that didn't look like they had the experience. Yeah, I think so. We're not talking about anything structurally uh, where they need a practice to, to change things. I, I just think that it's a mentality. Unfortunately, they're putting themselves through this. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, time and time again, they, they force themselves to be in this situation. But in terms of regrouping, you know, I don't think it's uh, rocket science here. Uh, they just need to be able to put together 60 minutes, the old cliche. But, but I, I think it's more important than that. I think that, you know, they've had a lot of doubters early on in this return to play. They were able to find their game. Uh, they were, it looked like they were steamrolling Vancouver you know, the past couple games, and they were going to move on. And I think maybe did it get to their heads again that that was the situation. So I, I just think they have to get back into this mindset where, where nothing's guaranteed, and they're going to have to come out and, and play well uh, to, to force a game seven. I, I think you have to go with Jordan Bennington. I think Jake Allen did his job. Jake Allen is the backup. He was needed. He came in. He played a couple good games. He pulled the series even. And Jordan Bennington is supposed to be your guy. So I don't think he should be let off the hook. I think Craig Berube should be able to walk into uh, the locker room and look at Jordan Bennington and say, you know, we need you. Uh, I don't think you can look at last year and say that uh, he's got to repeat that or, you know, anything from last year uh, where he was just an absolute star for you. I think it's a situation where you look at Jordan Bennington and he just has to play better than he did those last couple games before they were, uh, you know, made the, made the change and, and he's capable of it. We saw some good play out of him in the round Robin at times, uh, but if he wants to be the guy who's this image conscious all-star a guy who wants to sign a long-term extension with the St. Louis Blues. This season can't end with Jake Allen being the goaltender in a game six elimination loss. And you go into the off season wondering who you have in Jordan Bennington. I, I just don't see how you put yourself in that situation. I don't think so just because the sample size is so large. They know what they have in Jake Allen. But I do believe that tomorrow night's game and how Jordan Bennington plays, and if he's able to help force a game seven and then he wins game seven, he gets you to the next round, then I think you can say, okay, you know, we really do think this guy can be our future. You know, he just showed us with these past couple games, you know, we're, we're moving on. You know, but there's so many financial factors with uh, can they afford to keep Jake Allen? Do they need to shed some payroll uh, to re-sign Alex Petrangelo? Do they think Billy Huso can be the backup next year? Or do they bring somebody in? So I think there's a lot more variables in, in the equation you know, than just looking at tomorrow night's situation and, and seeing how it unfolds. But I do think if Jordan Bennington gets in the net, uh, I think a lot is kind of riding on how he performs in terms of how the Blues go into the offseason looking at their goaltending situation.
Yeah, I think we do tend to take it uh, for granted somewhat because it seems like with Vladimir Tarasenko, when he's, when he's playing great and he's scoring goals, everybody loves him. And as soon as he goes uh, for a stretch where he, he's just invisible, you know, everybody wants to move him. It's it's interesting you see you know, those types of comments when he's not playing well. But the bottom line is, and the stats that you just rattled off back it up, is that he's been a very productive player in the postseason. I think he had 11 goals uh, last year in the Stanley Cup run. You certainly don't win the Cup without those 11 goals. Uh, but looking at the situation as it stands, all we can do is look at it in real time. You know, Vladdy wasn't playing well, and obviously he says the shoulder – wasn't feeling well, so they're going to take him back to St. Louis. I'm sure he's back by now and, and reevaluate it, and we'll have word on Monday. But to me, you look at this situation, and if, if you don't have a Vladdy that's 80%, you don't have that player that's a .46 goals per game in the playoffs. You just don't have it. We didn't see that uh, in the couple games that he played and, and then came out of the lineup. So to me, this Blues team can win without him. We saw it uh, in game four. We saw it for a long stretch the first half of game five last night they can win without a Tarasenko especially when he's at 60 percent so I am concerned about his future though this is two shoulder surgeries in 18 months Randy and Michelle and uh, a lot of people I talked to when he had that second surgery which included some doctors said you know yeah this should help and he got the extra time the nine months but uh, this is a, a guy who makes his living on taking those big shots. And, uh, you know, if he's not right there, which uh, evidently he isn't right now, I think there's valid concern moving forward. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And I saw a lot of him, uh, obviously, uh, you watch from afar in St. Louis uh, on the television, but just being at the rink in Pittsburgh and, and happen to pass him uh, in the concourse area downstairs, uh, man, is he a giant. I can't imagine him on skates. He he was just a, a big guy the few times I see him when the Blues were in St. Louis. Tremendous skill. And a lot of people say that uh, a lot of people put him ahead of Wayne Gretzky even, but uh, those numbers are just astounding. Yeah, I don't know that we will see him. I think, you know, last night's game, another pivotal one, and he wasn't uh, in the lineup. He's obviously uh, nursing an injury, and it hasn't been good. You know, I think uh, you got to give Alex Dean credit. He's tried to get in there uh, a game here and a game there, and, and he gives him a good uh, penalty killer. Uh, but you can tell watching him that, that he's not 100%. So, you know, is he going to try to give it a go tomorrow night with so much on the line? Uh, I think it's maybe a possibility, but uh, just the way that he's looked and uh, and the way that they've handled him ever since training camp, you know, missing a few practices here and, and how he's missed a number of games here, I just at this point don't suspect that uh, Alex Dean is a player for them right now. He was, and honestly, that's the story that came to my mind yesterday when I heard about uh, his passing. 
you know, Mike Keenan, obviously a ton of stories here in St. Louis about how he uh, treated some of those players. And that story sticks out. He, he, he benched or healthy scratched a Dale Howarchuk uh, with a chance to play in, in front of his uh, grandma. And, and it just, as I thought about it yesterday, life is so short and it, it's just so sad to think that he didn't get that opportunity to play uh, because, uh, you know, Keenan was playing mind games at the time. So, yep, I listened to Bernie Federico last night on the telecast talk about what a great guy Dale Howarchuk was. And, and you certainly saw that across social media yesterday when he passed from some of the biggest names in the sport. All right, thanks, guys.